0: Hello, everyone. Grateful that Brandon and I could share this short message with you today. Just by the fact you're listening to this today means you are doing some intentional work to get to a better place. Hope you find this info useful. And if you have any questions or want to seek out additional help, please email us at codyhawesllc at gmail.com or text or call three five five one nine six zero eight nine. 6089 Thank you. Okay, so it's been an amazing discussion on really feeding our identity versus feeding this addictive monster that just wants to come in and just wreak havoc on us all the time. So like when you are experiencing this, what are some of the thoughts that come in that say, I want to feed my identity, the identity that wants to kill the adversary kill the addiction just completely detach from the addiction detach from that monstrous addiction that just wants to take over our lives i don't know what are your thoughts to really feed that identity instead of feeding the addiction
1: what do you think so one of the things i was thinking about with feeding the identity versus feeding the addictive mon- monster is That connection with God and our identity as children of God and letting Him feed us, feed our identities. God will fill, if we let Him, God will fill our lives with so much goodness. That is the ultimate source of food for our souls, for identity, right? With the addiction, it's a counterfeit. The addiction, this addictive monster that we keep feeding, right? We keep giving into it because it's a counterfeit to all the good things in life God can give us right the addiction is it's a huge hit of dopamine but we didn't do anything for it right we scrolled on a phone or on the internet there was no value there was no worth in that dopamine it was an unfulfilled hit of dopamine so i was thinking god can fill our lives with infinite goodness but we gotta make space for god to do that so what are we willing to eliminate from our lives So God can fill it. Because if we got our lives so filled up with stuff, it doesn't have to be the addictive acting out. Although the addictive acting out probably consumes a large portion of our days. But if we get our lives so filled with stuff, that there's no room for God to come in and fill us and feed our true identities. Because we're feeding the ego, we're feeding false dopamine, we're feeding worldly thoughts, worldly desires because we live in this very fallen world. What will we remove from our life to then let God replace that with something that feeds our true souls, our true identity versus all this false. When I was feeding my addiction, I was feeding all this false validation. All this false gratification, and I needed more and more, more validation, more validation from social media, more validation from whatever. If I, I get, so, I got rid of that. Now God can come in, and He can validate my soul, because He created my soul. I'm a, I'm His child. He created me. So if I get rid of all the false validation and the pleasure seeking, and the need I had for more and more and more of everything. God can fill me with what what I actually need to be nourished by, rather than it's like a junk food diet versus a healthy diet. I was full all the time on crap, so I didn't even want to eat anything good. <laughs> so I had to get rid of so much crap. The craziest crazy thing about that is though, like
0: you're replacing something that is very hard to replace mm-hmm. with a fake pornography masturbatory hit with a thumbtip access, and you're saying that you can replace that with like identity with good wholesome like knowing who you are fully that's pretty freaking phenomenal and miraculous if you think about it yeah because what can replace if we were to even think about it a fake dopamine hit of pornography and masturbation. Very low list of things that could ever replace that in the way that gives us. Unless we're to go get hit with yeah. heroin or some type of illicit drug. It's a new drug. Right? And yeah. so be able to get being able to what was it that got you to that point where you could say, Man, I'm way bigger than this monstrous horrible addiction?
1: That's a good question. What got me to that point where, for me, it was a, mine was a, this crash course and fi- figure it out or lose, or, or lose everything. But I think it was, it, it's a miracle. I, recovery from this addiction is a miracle, but it's a miracle that everybody can experience because there's a, there's a yearning and an awakening in your soul to connect with God, which can give you that, that hit. You gotta open, you gotta be open to it. You gotta be willing you got to be willing to get rid of the things that are blocking you from connecting to Source, to God, to other people. you got to get rid of something. Just pick one thing. Pick something. Get rid of it.
0: Get rid of the gateway. Get rid of whatever it causes mm-hmm. you to get to that point where you
1: go in and use something that's completely against your value yeah. system. Because You can get so much validation and dopamine from healthy relationships with our Heavenly Father, with the Savior, with other people when you can actually connect with them genuine. But with the addiction mindset, you actually can't connect with people in a genuine way because you're objectifying everybody. Including including yeah. yourself. So. Yeah, there's
0: it's really hard to feel like you can identify wholly and celestially with yourself because all these thoughts and obsessive and compulsive behaviors are coming in and saying, No, you're this and you're more shrunk than the monster of addiction or, yeah, the adversary wants you to be. Yeah. So it's like, imagining that you're bigger, stronger, buffer, whatever it is to make sure that you're bigger than this, is huge. Yeah.
2: I you know, just thinking about an experience I had yesterday, just trying to think about, it's. I was thinking about my upcoming day and it's, okay, I've got this. Really busy day. I knew it was going to be non stop from the moment I woke up to probably the moment I go to bed tonight. But the thought I had is okay, it's Heavenly Father, this is what I have coming up. It's like, what more can I do to bring you in? And the thought was and okay, it's like these are the things you can add, like squeeze in here and there. It was take time, take breaks. It's like intentionally pause and take a moment to connect with me because that was the only way it was going to fit in, was to intentionally stop and give myself that space and time to connect with him. And I know just thinking about both of your comments about feeding yourself or feeding the beast, it's, I know for me right now, the beast still feels very large, feels very overwhelming a lot of times, but, In the times when I can connect with God, when I don't feel like I'm alone in this fight, it changes my perspective and it changes my outlook. I don't feel like I'm running to my doom. It feels like a battle I can win. And those are like, when we do,
0: that's when you're, when you know, you're gaining so many more experiences that say, I'm way bigger than this. I'm stronger. I'm buffer. I'm taller. This, I'm never going to I'm never gonna shrink in front of this idiot anymore. I'm going to go get this. I'm better than my obsessions. I'm better than the compulsions. They're real. They're there. But I'm going to detach from them. They're not going to be stronger than me. I'm going to rise up. They're going to be the ones that are shrinking. Because that's who I am. And there's a lot of remembrance that we can do to put
1: that into work. This is making me think of and we talked about this in the program with Cody before, is David and Goliath. David's monster was a giant. This guy gets everybody that came against him just got demolished. Everybody that came against Goliath just got cut, hacked up, pulverized. He's probably crushing skulls with his bare hands. Here comes David. What was David's weapon to defeat Goliath? Sling. Tiny rock. Tiny rock. <laughs> his identity, though. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, huge. Geez. His weapon was oh, his identity. Back. <laughs> oh, yeah. That simple little rock, right? <laughs> yeah. He walked out there because he knew who he was. He was a son of God. He was, he was ordained, anointed, whatever the Old Testament. He defeated Goliath with his identity and the king or whatever was like, here, put on this armor, take my sword, and David's was like, bro, can you lift your sword? I'm like, a, I'm like some little kid dude. Yeah. But he knew who he was, and he knew he had defeated other enemies. That just came to me. He had killed the beasts, the lions, the bears, with a foot rock. David's weapon was his identity. He walked out there and, cool, you're a, eight foot, nine foot giant. You've killed everybody. Let me send this rock through your skull. (laughs) David defeated Goliath on his terms. He He didn't go hand combat with Goliath. That would have been stupid. He defeated Goliath on his terms. He knew David had a skill with his sling. He knew his identity. He knew what he was capable of. He didn't go and try to bash swords with a Goliath. He didn't go up and try to wrestle him down. He knew what he was capable of because he had killed a lion. He had killed a bear with his sling.
0: Thanks again for listening today. We definitely enjoyed diving into the topic we shared with you today. Please feel free to reach out anytime. And one more thing, you got this.